It's the Last Stand Podcast. And here's your host, Brian Custer. That's right, the last stand, the unfiltered, straight talk from some of the biggest names in sports and entertainment. And joining me today, our guest comes from the sport of boxing. He is the WBC lightweight champion of the world. He is known as the Dream. He is none other than Devin Haney. Devin, welcome to the last stand. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, Brian. Good to have you on. And listen, last time we saw you, man, you you got yourself a lopsided victory over uh, your Yorkis Gamboa. When will we see the dream back in the ring uh, defending your title? Um, I'm looking to get back in the ring as soon as possible. In the Gamboa fight, I didn't take any punishment. Um, I won every single round, and I feel good. I feel great. Uh, early next year, I'm looking to, to, to get back. Uh, and when we talk about early next year, we talk in March, we talk in uh, April, February. When do you think? I'm thinking February, March. That's, not, that's what we're looking at. Okay. But if anything comes up before then, of course, I'm, I'm willing to take it because I'm always in shape. I'm always training and I'm always ready to go. Devin, what do you think? What separates the lightweight division from all the others in boxing? Um. It's so much young talent. It's, it's, it's so much talent in general, but it's so much young talent. There's so much guys on their way up, um, but that just happen to have belts. Uh, so that's what just separates it that, you know, it's, we're, it's good guys, but we're all young and we're all climbing up. Like people label us as almost prospects because we're so young, but in reality, we're world champions. So that's just what separates us. Generally, when people look at the state of boxing, a lot of them will look really to the welterweight because the big names there and say, okay, that's the best division. Lightweight division, best division in boxing, what do you think? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think the lightweight division is the, the, best, the best division in boxing. Um, at first, I, I would say it was the heavyweight, but as of now, uh, it's, it's the lightweight division. It's so many big fights to be made, uh, so many big names. It, right now, it's, it's the best division. What separates Devin Haney from all those other great fighters at lightweight? Um, my skill set, my work ethic. Um, my skill set is just, it's just different from those guys. And in my fights, it, it has shown. Um, I dominate my opponents. I, I, I make them look inexperienced. I, make, I pitch shutouts so badly that people, you know, they, they – they criticize my opponents. They criticize my lack of opponents because I pitch shutouts because I don't lose rounds. I don't lose any seconds of the fight. So that's when the fans look at my opponents like, oh, he wasn't worthy. He wasn't this. He wasn't that. But when, uh, for, for example, when Gamboa fought other people, he had success. No matter when the fight was, when it, whether it was his last fight or it was – Five fights to go. Even if he lost the fight, he still won rounds. He still made it a, a, a war. With me, it wasn't a war. I didn't lose a second of the fight. I didn't lose a round. So, you know, people, people, um, people, you know, they, they can say what they want to, but my skill set is on a whole other level. Uh, former uh, champion Javier Fortuna has put in a formal work request uh, to fight you. What, is, what are the chances you think we see uh, Haney Javier Fortuna fight? Um, I tried to fight Javier Fortuna in the, in the past. Uh, 
before before this fight, I wanted to fight Javier Fortuna. Fortuna um, somehow, you know, uh, he he put in a request to fight for an intern belt and uh, some whole other stuff happened. But I'm willing to fight the best. Um, I'm not ducking or dodging anybody. Any anybody that's willing to step in the ring and it's worth it, and I'll, I'll fight. And I said this over and over and over again. Um, and no one has tried to call my bluff. Nobody has, you know, tried to to see if it's really true. But in reality, it is true. I'm gonna make. I want to make the biggest fights happen. I want to show the world that that I'm the best. And um, you know, only time will tell. So let me ask you this, then, Devin. If it was because you listen, you're your own promoter. Uh, you know, you have your own promoter's license and things of that nature. If it's up to Devin Haney, give me your next three opponents. My next three opponents. So many, so many big fights. I like uh, Javante Davis. I like Tiafimo. No, my next would be Tiafimo Lopez because that would be for all the belts, of course. I, I would want to to be the undisputed champion in the lightweight division. Um, then I would say Javante Davis. Then um, then the two fights that I that that I would say. I, I really want, and it really needs some. Uh, one guy, um, uh, and, and before we get into some other guys who've talked about you, uh, you, you were quoted as saying uh, Lopez, uh, Garcia, Ryan Garcia, Javante Davis, they are good. You said, but I'm special. What do you mean by that? that? And like I said earlier, my skill set, my, my work ethic, my – Everything that I bring to the table is just special. You might see, you might see these guys. Oh, they might get in. They might knock guys out, and they might, you know, have a spectacular performance right now. But in the end, the boxer, the guy with the better skill set, always lasts long. You can go back to the Sugar Ray days, to whatever days Ali, whatever days you want to go to. The boxer always finished last, and at the end of it, I'm going to be on top. Mm. And I'm happy you talked about that because. It seems like whenever the critics talk about Devin Haney, they always say the same thing. Um, as you talked about, uh, great skill set, great boxer, but not an exciting fighter, doesn't have the punching power needed to go toe-to-toe with the prolific lightweights of the division. How do you respond to that? I mean, everybody has a right to their own opinion. At the end of the day, when I get in the ring with these guys, we shall see. If I, if I don't have the punching power, why these guys aren't quick to get in the ring with me? I got a belt. It's the most money that they'll make and in, in up to date in their career. So if they really feel like I was such an easy fight, why aren't these guys so so quick to just beat me, to, to st- stop me from running my mouth, to get me, to get me out of there? They're not. So these guys can say what they want to say. The critics can say what they want to say. But in reality, the proof is in the pudding. Mm. Terrence Crawford was quoted as saying, quote, the one fighter they better watch out for is Devin. Devin is a boxing mother. I don't care if people don't like him, end quote. What do you think about that? That's my boy. Uh, but know what it is at the end of the day. He's a guy who's, who's not biased, who's not trying to, you know, uh, play any side of the field. And he, he, he just speaking the truth. In reality, it, it's the truth. They can say what they want to, but when I get in there and I box your socks off and then I just may knock you out, 
then they'll see. Uh, you also said that your goal is to be the first boxing billionaire. Uh, yes, how you plan on making that happen? Uh, smart investments, you know, um, not just blowing my money. Um, of, of course, I, I, don't, I don't see myself just doing it all in a boxing ring, which if I could do it all in a boxing ring, of course I, I will. But um, it's about making smart investments. And that's what, I'm, that's what I'm setting myself up now. And that's when my promotional company comes in and um, just buying real estate, um, doing things like that to, to set myself up for the future. Hmm. Uh, you've certainly had a lot of back and forth with a number of fighters. So what I've kind of wanted to do here, Devin, is kind of go through each one of them and, and get your response uh, to what they said. Uh, we had Javante Davis, obviously, on the show. And uh, we brought up your name. Uh, and Javante Davis's response was, quote, clout baby. He's a clout baby. All he does is call people out for clout. He doesn't really want to fight me. What's your response? He never called my bluff in reality. If he really feels like I don't want to fight him, send a contract my way or tell, tell Floyd or um, Leonard to reach out to my team and, and let's see. That's, that's what it is, point blank period. If, and if I, don't, if, if I don't try to, you know, make a fight happen or, you know, start negotiating, then you can say, oh, he's capped. You know, he, he don't really want to make the fight. We sent him a contract and he didn't want to make it happen like we did Gary Russell. Mm -hmm. And you guys, obviously, because you've been in Vegas, you've spent some time in Florida. Have you guys ever run into each other or even talked personally one-on-one -on -one about fighting each other? No, we never talked about fighting. We talked, we actually, me and him talked in the DM a little bit about, about fighting like probably like three days ago. <laughs> and what was their conversation? What did you guys say? We were just hit. We were just talking shit. We were just talking <laughs> shit. I told, I told him, I told him, send the, uh, let, let's fight. And he said, he said, let's do it. Like we just, we just, we just was talking shit. We, we probably, we probably talked shit probably for like hours in the DM. We just was kept going back and forth, back and forth. It was fun think, though. What do you think is the reality though that we will see a Haney Tank Davis fight? I think, I think. Uh, it, it could happen. I think it's, it's realistic. I mean, at the end of the day, the fans would love to see it. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a huge fight. And um, I think that it could happen. I don't know when it will happen. I don't know how soon it will happen, but I think it, it could happen. Hmm. Uh, another person we had on the show, Adrian Broner. And uh, we brought up your name. And in Adrian Broner's response when we brought up Devin Haney, quote, what would I get out of knocking out Devin Haney? All the people are going to say I was just too big, too strong for him. Devin Haney, that's nothing, end quote. What's your response? <laughs> I mean, that's who – a, who did A.B. fight his last fight? Oh, he fought Pacquiao, right? Yes. He, he knocked him out? He did not. He lost, oh, he lost. Who he fought? Who he fought before that? Uh, who, that's a great question. Who did he, he fight did not, before? He didn't knock Granado out. Who else did he fight? Uh, we can well, go on the list. Yeah, he's had a rough stretch there. He's had a rough stretch yeah, there. We can go, we could, we could go fight for fight for fight. And he didn't knock those guys out. So why would he think he would knock me out? Knock it off. 
<laughs> um, and, and the guy you mentioned, Gary Russell Jr. So he, you know, obviously went on social media and said uh, that you sent him a bogus term sheet over. And then he said, after watching your fight with Gamboa, quote, that's the reason why you sent over that bogus term sheet. You jump in that water with me, you'll get eaten alive, end quote. Skip. We can skip him. <laughs> tell, tell, me, tell me why. What is it about Gary Russell Jr. that just rubs you wrong? Oh, a whole lot of cap. You can skip. Just skip him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, another guy, Ryan Garcia. Um, he said, talking about you, Devin Haney, he said, quote, he's fought easy guys. So that's why he hasn't really done anything special. He's fought guys that he should get out there quick, but he doesn't do it. Gervonta Davis fights. He does something crazy. When I fight, I do something special. Haney hasn't done that, and he hasn't fought anybody hard. How do you respond to that? Who has he fought? If I was so – if he, if I fought so many easy guys and I was so easy, I must be easy. Come get me. If you really felt like that, if that if that really was how you felt, then you would just come get me, beat me, take my belt, get the easy money, and, you know, walk off with an easy night, if that's really how you feel. Do, do you see a Ryan Garcia fight in your future? Yeah, definitely. I think it's a, a huge fight. Um, Ryan has a huge fan base. Uh, we've fought since we were kids. I think that eventually it could be a huge fight. And and um, another guy who we just had on recently, Tiafimo Lopez, uh, called you, uh, quote, an email champion. Uh, he said that you two have sparred a couple times back in the day. Uh, first of all, what happened when you guys sparred? Um, so we sparred one time. We sparred at this one gym. <clears throat> I boxed him so crazy. He was frustrated the whole time. Um, he, he, him and his dad, they left. They was mad or whatever the case may be. So they asked for another sparring session. That's when we did that at the Mayweather Boxing Gym. And that time was easier than the first time. He was frustrated the whole time. I didn't, honestly, to, I'm going to tell you the truth. Like, this was before he had a buzz or anything like that. So I didn't, I didn't really know him like that. Well, I, I knew him from the amateurs. I knew him from being at tournaments. But I didn't think nothing of him. I'm take that back. I did know him, but I didn't think nothing of him. Like, I didn't think he was nothing special. So we went in the boxing ring, which is like another day, like another sparring session. So when he, when he wanted some get back, I was like, "All right, was, we could do it." So we did at the box, and we did at the Mayweather Boxing Gym, and it was easy. It was like he didn't. Honestly, of course, we've seen that he that you know he can punch. He we've seen it in his fights and all that. All. But in sparring, he he couldn't punch. Honestly. But even though I know sparring is different than fighting is different, but in reality, it's the truth. How long ago are we talking? You guys were, I assume you guys were teenagers. I like, maybe like three years ago. Hmm. Uh, what do you think about him calling you an email champion? I mean, these guys can say what they want to say. They're going to continue to, to talk. It's not my job to, to listen to what they say. It, it, it is what it is, but... I'm here to make the big fights happen. If, if I was so easy, these guys would be begging for me. 
these guys will be begging to fight me. These guys, no disrespect to Ryan Garcia. I like Ryan Garcia. I think that he has a, a lot of skills. I have him to beat Campbell. I got I me and Shakur Stevenson have a five thousand dollar bet. I'm betting on Ryan to beat Campbell. I think Ryan has a lot of skills. I think he has more skills than people give him credit for. But I forgot what I was even about to say now at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking, we were alluding to Tiafimo Lopez. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, yeah. These guys are begging for Ryan Garcia. Begging. Every guy, every top guy, he doesn't even have a belt. These guys are begging to fight him. Why? Why are you begging to fight him? Mm -hmm. And were you impressed what Tiafimo did against Lomachenko? Um, I wouldn't, no disrespect to him. I don't, I wouldn't say I was impressed with what Tiafimo did to, to Loma. Of course, I was surprised that he beat him, but I was more surprised to what Loma didn't do. He didn't throw punches for seven rounds. It was, or for, yeah, seven rounds. I was, I couldn't understand it. Tiafimo mm -hmm. uh, obviously is represented by top rank. And, and Bob Arum, who has spoken out a lot, uh, not only about Bud Crawford, but also uh, talked about you. And, and they asked Bob Arum about you. And he said, uh, talking about Devin Haney, he hasn't proven um, anything. Uh, you, have, you haven't proven yourself to be a tough champion because you've opted for easy opponents. And because you haven't been in any big fights, a fight with Tiafimo wouldn't generate any revenue. What do you think about what Bob Arum said? Bob Arum, I said this time and time again, he's, he has no um, intentions on doing any type of business with me. I don't know. It may be something about the past when it came to signing a contract or whatever the case may be. Um, but it is what it is. He, he really – the fans have to put the pressure on it He's because he's going to act like Devin is uh, average Joe Blow and, and all this, all that. And in reality – I, I'm a bigger name than Tiafimo Lopez, and it, it is what it is, whether belts or, belts or not. Mm -hmm. I'm still a bigger name, so yeah. Uh, he can, he, Bob can say what he want to say. Um, it is what it is. Out of out of Tiafimo Lopez, Ryan Garcia, Gervonta Davis. Which one of those fights do you see being come, coming to you first and being more realistic? Uh, being more realistic. I think Tiafimo Lopez. I think Tiafimo Lopez because I think that Tiafimo does want to fight me. I think I think Tiafimo actually really like wants to fight me. Maybe he really doesn't like me or whatever the case may be. But I think that he really don't want to fight me. I mean, I think that he really wants to fight me. Yeah. Ryan, not so not so much. Uh, Tank, no. Hmm. Um, when do you uh, – how long do you see yourself at 135? When, when do you see Devin Haney moving up to 140? I mean, I, I was saying that I want to go up to 140, but it's so many big fights at 135. It's, it's so much smoke, so many big fights, uh, so much money. It's like I might as well. I'll just stay. I, I will, you know, wait another year to just sacrifice and make the wait to stay and make these big fights happen. Got it. 
Got it. So you you could you could conceivably see yourself at 135 for like the next two fights, but maybe in a year's time going up to 140. Yes, definitely. Got it. Got it. Um, I, I want to get your because you're such a skilled fighter uh, and 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 young in the game. What do you think about these YouTubers, the 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 Logans and the Jake Pauls doing these fights? It, is it good for the sport? I think that is good for the sport because it brings more fans. It brings more attention to the sport. Um, Jake and, and, and Logan are two of my friends. So, so you know, um, I didn't train with, when I say Jake, we didn't train together. So, uh, no disrespect to them. I, I like both of those guys. Um, I think it's good because they're bringing attention to the sport. But I can say um, that they are putting putting YouTubers and not only not only them YouTubers and you know other guys in different fields, but their celebrities on, on a much higher pedestal than than other actual boxers who eat, sleep, drink boxing daily. Uh, they're putting them on a high, way higher pedestal than the guys who actually really dedicate themselves and you know been doing this their their whole life. Mm. These guys can just say. Forget boxing, I'm done with boxing, never box again. And it is what it is. But the guys who sacrificed and worked their whole life to get to this point, they they can't because this is what this is all that they know. Yeah. Yeah. What what about what about um, the the old champions and the great champions like the Mike Tysons, now Evander Holyfield wants to come back. Are are those exhibitions and seeing Roy Jones, seeing these guys in these exhibitions, are those good for the sport? I think it was good for the sport. It brought a lot of attention to the sport as well. Everybody was uh, watching. Everybody was, you know, wanted to see how it went and whatever the case may be. But I just don't want to see him too much. Like, I don't want to just – it's cool every once in a while, but just to see it happen often, I don't, I don't really want to see it. They're, they're legends. I want them, I want their name to live on in, in uh, a good space. I don't want to see them, you know, when they're older and they're – you know, not in shape, not as much, and you know they don't they don't look as good. Uh, I, I, I remember Mike as Mike Tyson. I remember Roy Jones as Roy Jones. So that's that's all. Um, now, look, we've seen you work out a lot in Mayweather Gym. We've seen you work out with Floyd. Um, how, how is Floyd Mayweather as a trainer? Uh, Floyd is Floyd is good because it's Floyd. Floyd, you know who. Who can who has more experience than, than Floyd Mayweather, you know, in in this day and age? I don't think nobody. So of course Floyd has the has the the experience and he can teach you from his point of view and, and what he's what he's been through in the ring, what he saw in the ring. So that, that's what was good about Floyd. Mm. And 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 if there was one thing, uh nugget that you've taken from him and working with him that you've added to your toolbox, what would that be? He did not get hit, as you see. I, um, I, I win. I look good. Uh, it's about having longevity in it. Uh, my one thing that my dad always installed in me, and what we've learned, you know, uh, along the along the way from many different great trainers. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. Um, is to to hit and not get hit. At the end of the day, I want to have longevity in the sport. It's not about rock 'em sock 'em. It's not about you know me taking it. Uh, 
uh, me taking punishment for for people's excitement and people are, and people's enjoyment and some people just want to see me get knocked out so they want they will tell me oh yeah he's boring he's this he's that because I won every single round and I didn't get touched and I I left with unblemished um they 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 they're they're mad about that but it's about hitting and not get hit and at the end of the day that's what I've been doing I make my opponent. Yeah, does that ever upset you, Devin, when, when people say that? I mean, because you are, but when they say, man, he's just boring. Um, does, that, oh, that, does that criticism, does it ever upset you? I would rather them say that I'm boring than that, uh, oh, he has too much heart. He has too much uh, balls. He, he, uh, he's rock'em, sock'em. He's a guy who's, uh, it's either you're going to get him or he's going to get you. I'm, I would rather that me be – looking like this and feeling like this than to being right now, be hurt or, you know, got dropped three times, but knocked the guy out uh, after that. I would rather, I would rather that. Got it. Um, all right. For people who, who watch the show, Devin, we allow them to submit questions. So we got a number of them on social media. So I want to get right to them for you. Uh, let's start on Twitter. Uh, and, and I guess, uh, obviously, this person must know know you in the gym. It says, how was the sparring you had with Tank? Um, the sparring was good. I was about 16 years old. Um, me and Tank, we sparred at the Maple of the gym. It was basically doghouse rules, fight to whoever quit first. And uh, I want to say my dad placed a bet with AB's dad. I think he bet for like some thousands of thousands of dollars. And uh, my dad had his money when we left. So that just tells you that. <laughs> <laughs> so so it was Javante who said that that's, that's it. That I, I'm done, huh? We walked away with the money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one comes from Twitter as well. Uh, says, do you see yourself and Shakur Stevenson fighting in the future? Uh, right now, Shakur Stevenson's doing his thing. I want, oh, wait, is he at 130? Um, eventually, down the line, if, if the fight comes to fruition and we can make it happen, then, of course, me, me and Shakur have uh, a lot of history together. We've been, uh, we've been friends since we were little kids. We've been traveled all around the world together, you know, being on the, the world team. And Shakur came to stay, stay with me at my house and all that. So, you know, we got a lot of history together. Uh, we got to um, – if – you know, it comes down the line, then it comes down the line. But as of right now, he's doing his thing. I'm doing my. Got it. Uh, this one also comes from Twitter. It says, you were beginning to stop guys uh, before your shoulder injury. Did the shoulder surgery and rehab affect your power? Um, I wouldn't say that it affected my power because I don't want to. I don't make any excuses. But at the end of the day, I um, – I'm I'm um, I'm pitching shutouts. I'm getting the win. I'm uh, I'm I didn't lose the round in, in my last fight, and uh, we got the win. So that's all that matters. Uh, this one again from Twitter. It says, uh, "Devin, when are you going to fight a first top ranked fighter opponent? So I guess someone who's ranked in the top ten. Well." They have to be. They are, 
he he's asking a question or he or she would ask these questions, but they really aren't educated enough. When I bought for the intern belt, I, I we were in a tournament. I was it was me, Luke Campbell, Loma, and Tia Fima Lopez. Or no, yeah, Tia Fima Lopez. All these everybody was ranked. Everybody was ranked and um whatever. Tia Fima went one way, Loma and Loma and Campbell fought, and I fought Zara Abdelab that was ranked number two. We fought for the intern belt. That's when I won the intern belt, and that's when he, um, Loma, got bumped up the franchise, and that's how I became world champion. So, Got it. Uh, Gamboa was just ranked number 10 in the WBC. This one from Twitter, Trap Media asks, is a fight with Robert Easter still a possibility? No, I don't, I don't, I don't gain anything from Robert Easter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> this one comes from Twitter as well. It says, uh, Eddie Hearn is the king of weak fights. Why would you sign with him uh, besides the money? Make a lot of money, so I, I don't. I don't know what he's talking about. Hmm. You know, that, and that's another question someone asked. It, it, it seems like there are a number of of, of fighters who say, "Hey, look, uh, when I want big fights, when I want to make money, obviously they they go over to the PBC." You, you chose um, DAZN, and tell me tell me why DAZN, Eddie Hearn. Um. Well, one of the main things was that they were willing to co-promote with me. Um, and that was one of the main things I wanted to sign a co-promotional deal. Um, and two, I believed in the streaming platform. I believed in, you know, the new millennials and, and all that stuff. And then the, the third was, at the end of the day, I make the most in the lightweight division. And in reality, I do. We can pull up the numbers. We can pull up whatever it is. If we want to go speak about facts, I make the most. And, and so you say that's why those guys need to come to you as opposed to vice versa. No, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm willing to, to do whatever it is to, to make the fights happen. I'm begging for these fights. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I'm not saying that, but it's, it's facts. Uh, Devin Haney, we come to the last uh, segment of this show. We call it the last stand. I'm asking a series of questions. I just want the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Out of all the fighters that you've had some beef with, which one really upsets you the most? <laughs> which one upsets me the most? It was, it, it was this one dude. His name was like... Uh, Joseph Laws or some shit like that. He was like a UK fighter. <laughs> and he would just troll me, like troll me, like troll me, troll me, troll me, troll me. He would just say the craziest stuff and it would just like really get under my skin. That's These other fighters in the lightweight division, they don't, they don't make me upset. I'm like, they don't make me mad. I just knew you were going to say Gary Russell Jr. I just knew you were going to say oh, he. Oh, I forgot about Gary. I forgot about Gary. He's second. He's second. Gary Russell really just like, irks me 
No, 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 listen, we, I, I asked Bud Crawford the same question, and it was Gary Russell Jr., but what is it about Gary Russell that just irks you? He's fucking cap. He just says anything. He just says the worst, the craziest shit you could possibly think of. He just says, like, he just says anything. He's, that guy's crazy. Okay. Uh, uh, Devin Haney aside, who is the next best fighter at 135 pounds? You say it on the come up? Devin Haney aside, if you had to pick the best fighter at 135, oh, you can't the pick best fighter, just the best fighter at 135. Best fighter at 135. Not named Devin Haney. Who is it? TFMO. Okay. Uh, who do you believe Devin Haney is pound for pound best fighter in the world right now? But. Hmm. Do you want to see Mike Tyson fight in another exhibition fight? No. <laughs> and last but not no least. No disrespect. No disrespect. Right, right. I, it's, no disrespect. Hey, I understand. I got you. Last but not least, a year from now, finish this statement. Devin Haney will be what? Pound for pound best fighter in the world. Mm, bro, that's strong. And we'll see. But we're gonna bring this, we're going to bring this interview up. We're gonna bring this conversation up. And you, and you you're gonna play it, you be like, wow, this is crazy. I love it. I love it. Devin Haney, uh, man, this has been fun. I appreciate you taking the time to do it. By the way, everybody who comes on the show, Devin Haney, we got new merch, so we gotta send you a last stand shirt, okay? You can for sure, it for you sure. work out, whatever. So I, I gotta make sure and get you one, okay? Sure, I appreciate that. Brother, I appreciate you. And listen, folks, that's what we do here on the last stand. We bring you the biggest names in sports and entertainment, just like the dream, Devin Haney. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week.